the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. with you right here about 10 after 5. Let's call it that, 10 after 5. Hey, I tell you what, this whole deal with Nancy Pelosi, I got the last two parts of it. going to split it up for you so I don't have to listen to all that kind of stuff. I'm going to play it for you coming up here in just a little bit. Ola Hawatma is going to join us here, one of the premier fashion designers in this country. And she's getting ready to do a little uh, running for office. Talk to her about that and also about this Kamala Harris Vogue magazine cover that for some odd reason people are getting all up in arms about. I don't know. We'll deal with it from the side of haute couture. Now, this guy, Josh Holly, I don't know whether to feel sorry for him or, you know, think, hey, come on, man, why'd you... Here's the story. More fallout for Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. There is now a new attack ad against a senator, and a man who has spent millions on Hawley's political career is now denouncing him. However, the freshman senator is not backing down from his critics. Yeah, there are people calling for the senator's resignation, saying that basically he should not have challenged the presidential election results on Capitol Hill. But Hawley is not apologizing and saying he was standing up for what millions believe uh, could be some issues with the election process. Hey, Senator Hawley. Traitor. There's a word you may have heard of. Scumbag. New overnight, this attack ad on Josh Hawley. It's from the Lincoln Project, a GOP anti-Trump group that has more than 2 million followers on Twitter. Also this morning, one of Hawley's biggest political donors coming out against the Missouri senator for challenging presidential election results. Businessman David Humphreys releasing a statement to the Missouri Independent. Part of it reads, Hawley's irresponsible, inflammatory, and dangerous tactics have incited violence and further discord across America. Hawley has yet to respond to that statement, but he did take to Twitter Thursday after publisher Simon & Schuster canceled a book deal with the senator. He tweeted he would see the company in court, calling the publisher's decision a direct assault on the First Amendment, writing the left is looking to cancel everyone they don't approve of. I will fight this cancel culture with everything I have. And I think Holly takes the counterpunch route. He doesn't back down. He doesn't apologize. He continues to move forward. Umzo professor and Five on Your Side political analyst Anita Mangan telling R. Casey Nolan that she sees Hawley trying to win over the president's supporters for a possible run at the White House or VP pick in 2024. I think he is a Trump 2.0, you know, maybe the newer, sleeker version. He has the, certainly the intellectual and academic credentials. 
However, Mannion does say she thinks Sandler Hawley is uh, running astray by delving into what's being called false allegations and baseless claims. It's unlikely he will be removed from Senate, even though some are calling for that to happen. I'll tell you what I find pretty astounding personal opinion, of course. And I ain't complaining. I'm explaining. All right. Now. This guy, Holly. He can go ahead and have his opinion. There's, I was listening the other day, there's consequences to opinions. But there's no consequence to the Lincoln Project doing this attack ad on Holly? Hey, Senator Holly. Traitor. There's a word you may have heard of. Scumbass. Snake. Criminal. Sedition. Sedition. We don't use that word much these days. We haven't had to. Making treason great. But you and your pals are doing your best to bring the word back with a seditious plot. Man of fools. It's a move that will delight President Trump and rankle Republican leadership. Holly says he will object when Congress convenes to certify the Electoral College vote next week. Overturning a free and fair election to keep a defeated president in office illegally? For that. That looks really bad, Senator. Averted. Rather rule in a dictatorship than serve in a democracy, Josh? Wow. Serve either way, Josh. Goodbye, folks. It seems your fancy education didn't teach you the difference between loyalty and fealty. Ask you, sir. Maybe if you'd actually served your country, it would make sense. Why didn't you? You shouldn't be in the U.S. Senate. You're a disgrace. You should be in jail. Pretty astounding. Because if the right had done that, to a guy on the left, everybody's up in arms. Over here, oh, it's all right to spit that kind of vitriol and have no consequences. And I'm not for Holly or against Holly. I don't even know Holly. I don't care about Holly. Not my, my, my best friend, Holly. I'm talking about this Holly here. In case you're listening, Holly. <laughs> anyway, I think it's just a shame. Just a shame, shame, shame. Wouldn't I? Instead of getting depressed, I serve Smashington. I think of better times for me. And I think of the, the days when I was a svelte, 125 pounds. I could wear anything I wanted to wear, and I led my life on the catwalk. The catwalk, I say, the catwalk. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Oh, yeah, too sexy. That's me. So sexy, it hurts. Ouch. And I'm too sexy for Milan. Mm-hmm. Too sexy for Milan, New York and Japan. Come on. And I'm too sexy for your party. Uh-huh. Too sexy for your party. Yep. No way I'm disco dancing. What are you? I'm a model. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I do my little turn on the catwalk. It's a little one. Yeah, on the catwalk. Uh-huh. On the catwalk. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do my little turn on the catwalk. I got my platform shoes on. I got some sparkle going. Cool Papa smashing the house. And with that in mind, I slide over to someone who actually knows about fashion. And that is Ola Hawatma. How are you doing, young lady? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm cool. No problems whatsoever. I thought I, uh, 
you know, if, if, if you're thinking at least in this area and around the country, if you're thinking fashion, one of the names that comes to the fore is Ola Hawatma. And I've known her since she was a little kid because I used to do things with the family back when the, the family, uh, well, one of the things was, I don't know which one of your relatives was, but I was the play-by-play caller for the uh, soccer team way, way back in the day. You may not have even been born in those days, Ola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I do have a birthday coming up, but I will not say my age. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, let's get to this, because this is a really kind of an astounding type of thing here. And it's like, it's just like you can spit vitriol against this guy, Josh Hawley. Mm-hmm. But if the other side spits vitriol, spits back, it's kind of like, whoa, you know? And it's kind of like, wow, <laughs> America, what's wrong with you? Now, such a double standard. Big double standard. Big double standard. And I ain't for this guy and I ain't for that guy. I don't care because I know what they're doing. But to to put forth a double standard like that, you know, because the guy was telling me the other day, well, you know, uh, his actions had consequences. Well, are there no consequences to these people? spewing forth hatred on Josh Hawley through their Lincoln Project stuff? I don't know nothing about the Lincoln Project. All I know is that the husband of, uh, what's her name, used to work for Trump, uh, the uh, campaign manager. Daggone it, the blonde. What was her name? I don't know. They're gone, and all of a sudden, I don't know anymore. Anyway. They all loved it. Yes. All right. So, 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 so. Let's get to this tiny bit of a controversy here. So, the February issue of Vogue magazines getting ready to come out. And in it, there is an interview with the vice president-elect Kamala Harris. And she is the cover of the magazine also. So the photographer gets, in the end, two pictures. One of her in a powder blue type of really business-looking woman's type of suit. Looks great. And then the other's in a black suit, cut relatively tight, at least on the legs, and then a gray shirt. And at the bottom, she's wearing Converse or Chucks or something like that. And now everybody's pissed because the vice president of the United States should never, never look that casual, especially if he and or she is a woman. I go to you, fashion expert extraordinaire, Ola Hawatme. What have you to say on that? Well, I looked at her outfit, what she was wearing, and... Her blazer was a designer blazer. Mm -hmm. She was wearing jeans. It looked like jeans with Converse. So it was, it was like from waist down, Uh casual, Uh and then waist up. She was wearing a a blouse with a dress blazer. Yeah. And the jewelry that she was wearing was actually the same exact jewelry that she wore in her speech supporting BLM protesters Uh in August. Ah, Um, really? If you watch that. She's wearing the same exact jewelry. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, but you I mean you can do one or the other. Yeah. I don't have an issue if she's I mean, I'm running. I ran last last year. I'm gonna run again twenty two for Congress and right. obviously um we'll talk not about everyone, that. you know, they look at me knee high boots, you know, as a as a image consultant, fashion designer. Yeah. Um the the purpose of everything is making a difference. Sure. And so it's not so much uh with her, with her whole style get up on the cover of Vogue, I wasn't a fan of her outfit. Um, and I think a lot of people that have an issue with, that, with her on the cover, they ask questions like, okay, how come 
Melania Trump was never on the cover. Mm. She was the first lady, and she was actually a model. Mm-hmm. Um, or people who have issues um, with Democrats or her, mm-hmm. um, they obviously would have an issue with her outfit. They'd have an issue with everything. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, we need to come together. Right now, our country is so torn. Um, and why am I running why, as a fashion designer? Because we need, we have nothing more to lose. We've lost so much. We've seen so much. Um, You know my family. We're very tight-knit. And so when you have a big family and you have culture, and we come from, I mean, as a first generation, we come from another country to flee to this country, the greatest country, America, for freedom. So we need to protect that. We need to protect our freedom. We need to protect our rights. We need to protect our Constitution. So as a fashion designer, as a philanthropist, um, someone who's traveled the entire country doing shows and fashion shows and charity shows. Yeah. Um, one thing is the, the major thing when I do these shows is how do I build confidence in others, in females, in cancer survivors, in abused women, and teens with cancer, teenagers who have issues, um, putting them as, fashion, as models and, and giving them that confidence. Mm-hmm. Right now, what we see with the leaders, with Kamala Harris, I mean, I, I, I saw that speech, and I heard it probably three, four times to make sure I heard it correctly, uh, fact-check myself. And you can't support protesters, and you can't support and then have an issue with what, uh, what happened last week in Capitol Hill. It was, it was terrible. I'm not saying that it was right. It wasn't right. But if you're going to... Um, show some double standard. That's not right either. Yeah. Um, we need to work together right. in a bipartisan way. And if we go, and it's better to work together when you look good. And I'm sorry, but I, <laughs> she uh, she was kind of like I said, waist up. She was all dressed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have looked better if she had a more casual jacket with her cons. Um, but that's not her style. But obviously, she stayed consistent wearing the same jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, let me let me ask you this. One of the controversies on her outfit on the February Vogue magazine is that she's wearing like chucks or converse on her feet. She should be wearing like some nice heels or maybe some nice flats, something that's got a shine to them and everything. Instead, she's working uh, wearing con- and it's kind of like, no, vice president of the United States. The most powerful woman in the world doesn't do that is what the complaint is. What do you think? Well, that anyone who complains as to what she's wearing, yeah. I would say that they, they shouldn't complain as to what she's wearing. I mean, I running my campaign, I was in, again, uh, dressed up and wearing, you know, one day knee high boots um, and I was dressed in a suit. Um, what you wear doesn't define you as long as you're getting the job done right. Right on. Um, getting right on. people together. Yeah. But that's not her. She's been she's been in the spotlight for for quite some time. In fact, you know, as senator, she, she hasn't given up that um, title yet. But she has been in the spotlight for some time, and I've never seen her dressed like that. Yeah, so I've never seen her dressed like that. Something don't be yeah. something you're not. Don't yeah. try to be something you're not. Yeah. Um, only only if it works to the benefit of the people in the country. Mm. So I don't like people to, um, to because uh, I see that all the time. What does this fashion designer know about anything political? Yeah. Wait a second. Right. She's not dressed like uh, Hillary. Well, I'm not going to be in a two-piece suit looking like, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Hillary. I'm sorry. Uh, a pantsuit. 
um, the clothes that you wear does not define uh, your title. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's what's on the inside, and it's your heart. You have to stay consistent um, with who you are. Um, so she's trying too hard and so hard, and again, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that she can actually uh, work in a bipartisan way. But I t- I the, t- cons, the cons would have looked better if she did have heels because, again, she's wearing waist down. She's, she's dressed down, yeah. waist up. She's all, she's all glammed mm-hmm. with a designer jacket, with a blazer, and then her jewelry. And it's just, it doesn't, the whole look for a Vogue cover, I'm not a fan of. right oh. You know, it makes me think I could run for office and just wear my velour jumpsuits that I've been wearing for the last 35 years. <laughs> you totally can. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, the last guy I saw in anything like that was Tony Soprano. And I'm thinking to myself, everybody loves the Sopranos. Wouldn't they love <laughs> Sir Smashington for whatever office I decide to run? I'm thinking that's what I'm going to do, Ola. Let me ask this. What kind of office are you running for? What uh, position? Congress, Senate, what? Congress. Congress in New York, New York 19. We definitely, we need changes and we need them now. And people are asking me, why are you putting yourself through this? Yeah. The question is, why not? Why not? If I'm not going to do it, then who is? Well, you're registered. We have to build the courage to stand up for what's right, because if we don't, you know, we're going down fast. Yeah. And um, I gave up, my family gave up so much to come to this country um, and have the freedom. Right. And I never I take know. for granted what I have. So I we need to preserve that for the sake of future generations. Yeah, you know, uh, we came from Greece. I am the first generation. And I just have a different kind of appreciation for America than a lot of these people do, just like you. Because we were brought up, it's funny, because we were brought up as Greeks in the house, but we were Americans when we went out of the house. And so we had a kind of like a double double kind of value system, and yet at the same time, we understood that the reason we were able to have that value system is because we were in a country that indeed gives you the freedom to have whatever values you have, as long as they're not, shall we say, outside the law, as long as they're not Absolutely. putting forth... As long as you're not putting forth that Josh Holly can't do this, but I sure can do this mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. Josh Holly, and I'm just I was just astounded by it all. So now, who, when you running? Uh, is this April? Twenty two. Oh, in twenty two. Okay. We're gearing up now. New so York, yeah, you're 20, New York, New York. Yeah, I ran in twenty. Yeah. I um, won on primary night, and then I lost due to mail-in votes. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was on. Uh, I went on Charles Payne's talk about. Uh, the mail-in ballots and mm-hmm. give them a heads up about about what's to come in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's politics is is dirty. I mean, I've worked in the entertainment business with celebrities, yeah. but I will tell you one thing. I used to think that the entertainment business was the <laughs> dirtiest business. No, 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 no. People politics don't know. <laughs> politics is. I know them both. I know them both, kid. That's exactly right. Well, I certainly hope that you will keep at least your friends here in the River Bend on the Missouri side, the Illinois side, knowing as we approach 2022. And uh, we'll see where you go from there because you're coming in as a Republican in a very uh, Democratic state, are you not? Yes, I, I am. Um, and it's, it's interesting because you look at the Republicans in New York and they look at you like, you know, 
what is a, a Middle Eastern first generation Christian conservative yeah. <laughs> yeah. doing? Uh, so it's kind of um, making, putting your stamp in, in politics in the right direction mm-hmm. um, and not backing down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, I've said this so many times and I'll say it again, it's not about left or right or black or white. It's about doing what's right for the country. There you go. That's Ola Hawatma. And I tell you what, we will look you up where? What uh, website and or Facebook locale should we? Um, I'm Ola Nesh, O-L-A-N-E-S-H on Parler. Um, and Ola for F-O-R Congress dot com. Beautiful. All right. We'll make sure that uh, folks know that. And if I want to check you out, and definitely as we get closer because I haven't talked to you for a long time, but that uh, is funny because I know. well, the beauty is is when you got friends, it's kind of like you may not talk to them for a long time, but when you do talk to them, it's like we just talked yesterday. So very cool. I hope you'll keep me informed as you get closer to and as far as me finding things out, I will get uh, back with you and big blessings on you as far as heading towards the twenty two election is. Do you have any idea of who out there in New York might be your opponent? Well, it's Antonio Delgado. I signed for term limits yeah. to run for Congress. It's not a career. Uh-huh. It's going in right. there, making a difference, a yeah. positive change, and um, stepping down. All right. So Antonio Delgado, he is, he's, it's his second term. So Yeah. All right. We'll see where it all leads. Bravo to you, young lady. Thank you. Tell the family I said hi. That's all I will. Want, I will tell them. Smash Daily right here, WBGZ. It became fascinating to me to look at the intersection of politics and style. Any good politician knows that what they wear sends a message. When Kate and William got engaged, wondered would people be interested in a website that covers what Kate Middleton wears. Over the last 10 years of doing what Kate wore, the thing really took off. I've had friends who've come to the site for the first time and they say it's like going down a rabbit hole. And what Megan wore was the idea of a friend of mine, Susan Corder. We joined forces on that and I was with what Megan wore for a little bit more than two years. One of the fun parts about doing what Kamala wore is I joined forces with Susan Porter again. What Kamala wore grew out of my fascination with Kamala Harris when she was Senator Kamala Harris. We did it. We did it, Joe. Documenting what Kamala wears serves a purpose in an extraordinary time in this country and in our history. This is not a woman who is interested in dedicating a lot of time and energy to what she's going to wear. She is about the work and the mission and accomplishing things. The first part of any blog post is dedicated to the event that she is at. We do get into what she wore, everything from the dress or the suit to the shoes, the jewelry, the hair. If the items are still in production and still available, we'll link to them so people can go look at them or shop them if they're so inclined. If trying to describe her style in just a few words, it's really authenticity, accessible, and consistent. She will throw on a pair of jeans and a pair of sneakers, her her Chuck Taylors, and that's very relatable. You know, who doesn't own a pair of jeans and sneakers? Vice President-elect Harris, she knows that apparel, accessories can be used to maximize a message. If you look at the white Carolina Herrera suit the night of her acceptance speech, 
That sent a powerful message about where we have been, where we are, and where we need to go. All the women in our country who cast their ballots and continued the fight for their fundamental right to vote and be heard. I think, you know, the dialogue has been so negative and vitriolic in this country over politics that for me, what Kamala Ward is a teeny bit of escape. When we are profitable, 10% of the profits will go to the HBCU Foundation, which funds historically black colleges and universities. You know, Ms. Harris speaks very glowingly and at length about what she learned and how she grew as a human and the importance of being able to go to an HBCU and how we need more of that in the country now. And we've made a small donation now, but really the goal is when the site is fully profitable to be able to donate a lot more. I'm too sexy for your party, too sexy for your party. The way I'm disco dancing, I'm a model, you know what I mean? And I do my little turn on the catwalk, yeah, on the catwalk, on the catwalk, yeah, I do my little turn on the catwalk. I was hanging out with uh, Ed Fisher over there at Fisher Lumber. Not Eddie Fisher, the singer, who was married to Elizabeth Taylor at one time. No, Ed. Ed, one of the, what do they call them? Descendants, I guess, of the original Fisher Lumber family. 80 years old in March, serving the River Bend for 80 years. Lumber, hardware, project Elements, all that kind of stuff. People know Fisher Lumber's got you covered, especially all the big contractors, all of them. When I say big, I mean maybe one project, maybe a hundred projects. But all the contractors, the big contractors, they know. In this area, you want to make sure that you get the right elements, the right tools, the right everything, materials to get that project done right to get that contracting job done right, Fisher Lumber. Like I said, since 1941, is that wild? They've been right there on Shamrock Street, right now right across from the uh, East Alton Fire Department. And they own the block after the block after the block after the block all the, all the years. And one of the things that they do, and the reason they do all this kind of business, is they got you covered on the delivery for example, you got trusses you need, they deliver them for you. You got situations where you need large amounts of wallboard, they deliver that stuff for you. Ain't no charge on that. Delivery. So it's a lot of reasons 
to get your project going, to get your contracting job going with Fisher Lumber. You can check it all out at Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, FisherLumber.com. Sex Pistols right there. Smash with you right here. It's coming on to quarter till, all right? My, my, my. Since last Wednesday, what a near week it has been. Anarchy. Now the left, the media, putting forth that there's going to be more riots in all 50 states at the same time while the inauguration is going on. Just amazing. It's really just Amazing. And it's a pathetic amazing. That's the unfortunate part of the whole deal. It's a pathetic amazing. Well, it's going to be pathetic if you have a pathetic president. It's a pathetic amazing, no matter what kind of president you got doing that kind of stuff. You got a president, president like Joe Biden. I ain't the president. He say whatever he wants. Free country, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh. So the president of the United States elect after the stupidity of the present president of the United States. He goes on and says, imagine what would have happened if those storming the Capitol folk were Black Lives Matter people. It's like, hey, I think you're talking about bringing us together. You're driving the wedge even deeper now. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. Nancy Pelosi with Leslie Stahl, CBS 60 Minutes yesterday. Joseph R. Biden Jr. of the state of Delaware has received 306 votes. Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida has received 232 votes. After Congress confirmed Joe Biden's victory in the election, President Trump read from a teleprompter, offering his most conciliatory statement about the election. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. Mr. Trump has said he will not attend the inauguration. The new president has said he wants to turn over a new page of bipartisan cooperation. In the election in November, uh, someone said that the, uh, ma- the mandate that the Democrats won was not about issues because you lost so many seats, that the mandate was for tone and attitude and uh, a strong desire for compromise. I do know that it was a mandate 
for us to go forward with an agenda for America's working families, uh, as well as to do so in tone. We have, I always say to our members, we have a responsibility to find common ground. We're, when we can't, we must stand our ground, but we have, to, we have a responsibility to try. You, yourself, are not known as a person who compromises. No, I am. I compromise. We want to get the job done. I'm, I'm mischaracterized by the Republicans that way, but that's a tactic that they use. No, we know the, we want results for the American people. What about the COVID relief package yeah. that was held up for eight months? No, but that was their ob- obstruction. I understand this. Well, wait. Y- was there obstruction? Yours too. Was there obstruction? No, yours yeah. too. Takes no, two it wasn't to, obstruction. You yeah, held out for eight months. No, no, we held it up because there was no... No respect for our heroes, our, our state and local health care workers, police and fire, our first responders, our sanitation, transportation, food workers, our teachers, our teachers, our teachers. They would not go down that path. There's a member of your caucus who said specifically that we look like obstructionists and it was a mistake. But I don't remember anybody saying that. And they but, may have. And they may have. But it isn't, it, it wasn't a mistake, and I would not, and nobody expects me to, to support something that solidifies injustice in our country. Boy, boy, boy. I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? I'll listen to Nancy Pelosi over there and her BS, straight up BS. We were worried about the uh, frontline workers and uh, our heroes and all that. Come on, man. These are the same people. You told to stand down in a roundabout sort of way so your people could take over Seattle, so your people could burn cities in America last summer. All I know is I ain't going to say too much against her no more because I might wind up coming back with my next life on this earth and she may be my mom. And you know, Junior don't need that headache. We continue. The speaker intends to keep the pressure on President Trump to leave office as soon as possible. If he does not resign immediately, she has threatened to initiate impeachment proceedings. What if he pardons himself? What if he pardons these people who are terrorists on the Capitol? He can only pardon himself from federal offenses. He cannot pardon Um, himself from state offenses. And that's where he's being uh, investigated in the state of New York. Mm -hmm. What should the United States do that after all of this, there's no punishment, that the president would assert his authority? He could run again for president. Uh, And that's one. He hasn't said anything. No, he hasn't said anything. Except that maybe China did it. Yeah, well, the the president, again, has a 10 year blind spot. And whatever obligation, I don't know what the Russians have on President Trump, whether it's personal, whether it's political, whether it's financial. I don't know what it is. You think they have something on them. But there's no other explaining why this president of the United States is such a, a handmaiden of Putin. Can we talk about the A word? What's that? Age. Oh, age. You're 80. Right. 
Your number two, Steny Hoyer, is 81. Your number three, Jim Clyburn, is 80. Uh, why haven't you brought young people into the leadership? Because we have. You perhaps don't know. Why does AOC complain that you have not been grooming younger people for leadership? I don't know. You'll have to ask her. Because we are. That was kind of sharp, kind of dismissing her. I'm not dismissing her. I respect her. I think she's very effective, as are other, many other members in our caucus that the press doesn't pay attention to. But they are there, and they are building support for what comes next. The speaker intends to keep the pressure on President Trump to leave office as soon as possible. If he does not resign immediately, she has threatened to initiate impeachment proceedings. What if he pardons himself? What if he pardons these people who are terrorists on the Capitol? Or pardons himself? What if he does that? He can only pardon himself from federal offenses. He cannot pardon himself from state offenses, and that's where he's being uh, investigated in the state of New York. There is a possibility that after all of this, there's no punishment, no consequence, and he could run again for president. And that's one of the motivations that people have for advocating for impeachment. Won't that take more than the 10 days? Does it actually make sense? Well, I like the 25th Amendment because it gets rid of him. He's out of office. Uh, But there is strong support in the Congress uh, for impeaching the president a second time. This president is guilty of inciting insurrection. Uh, He has to pay a price for that. Oh, uh, see who comes of all that. It's just kind of pathetic. It's just kind of pathetic. Yeah, they shouldn't have torn her office up. Yeah, they shouldn't have stormed the Capitol. Yeah, they shouldn't have taken over Seattle. Yeah, they shouldn't have burned down Portland. Yeah, they shouldn't have burned down Kenosha. They, 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 they. Everybody's got a they. Everybody's got a they. Everybody's got it wrong because they wrong. That's what the story is. We'll deal with it more tomorrow. The professor's going to join us, Mark Kaysen. He leans to the left. See what his angle is on this whole deal. Ed Martin will join us later on this week. Super soul sister, smart sister T. She's the I don't give a rat's rear end advocate. Wonderful young lady. And who knows, we're going to get Noskoff on here to do the radical left end of his whole deal. Speaking of radical, Sex Pistols. Listen to the Smash Daily Podcast anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, and the new home at Amazon Music. Smashdaily.com. Well, I can tell you what they're doing at Gulf Shores this evening. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill. At least the Creve Core store, because it's open for inside dining. You're going to be watching the Alabama game. Roll Tide, Gulf Shores. And, uh... It should be magnificent. Yeah, everybody's seated the six uh, feet apart and all that. 
But you know, they're going to be jamming, yelling, roll tide. That's my man, Harry Parker. Harry! Roll tide, partner. Hey, uh, you want some great food? Name of the place is Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill. Location in Crecour is open for inside dining. They, of course, do the curbside and all that. The location in Edwardsville, yeah, they got the curbside going for it, got the touchless uh, pay, all that stuff. The main thing is they got the same great food. And then when they both open up, because right now it's just Creep Court, but when they both open up, buddy, that's the place to eat. Creep Court in Edwardsville. Check it all out at Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. And on behalf of Harry Parker over there at Gulf Shores, because the Gulf Shores is on the coast of Alabama, roll tide. What a day this has been. What a rare mood I'm in. Why, it's almost like being in love. There's a smile on my face for the whole human race. Why, it's almost like being in love. All the music of life seems to be like a bell that is ringing for me. And from the way that I feel when that bell starts to peal, I would swear I was falling. Swear I was falling Why it's almost like being in love All the music of life seems to be like a bell that is ringing for me and from the way that I feel when that bell starts to peal I would swear I was falling swear I was falling why it's almost like being in love yeah there you go ain't nobody playing like cool papa smash Right said Fred, a little bit earlier, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Followed by Anarchy, courtesy of the Sex Pistols. Followed by Nat King Cole. Who played the Sex Pistols followed by Nat? One guy, 4 to 6 o'clock, Monday through Friday, WBGZ. Cool, Papa Smash.